On this episode of Brews on Film, we have combos about the Real Housewives of Potomac, the impending holiday season, and we list our favorite covers of Jody Mitchell's River. Plus, we kick off our brand new theme for December. Is that a Christmas movie? With 2006's The Holiday. Paired with Scarecrow's Juice Pumpkin Ale from Wet Ticket Brewing. Okay, here we go. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm so scared. This is a whole production and I was so nervous. All right. Oh. The cinnamon oh. sugar's good. I don't oh. know if you did enough. What do you mean? I guess it looks, I looks, it looked, your rim looked thin. <laughs> okay. It's not terrible. Honestly, I think that I could not drink this unless it was a rimmed. I'll tell you what, that's right. Not saying that it's undrinkable, but it is better with the rim. Um, a cinnamon sugar rim. Guys, yeah. the beer we're drinking, I'll get into it later. Um, preferred to be drank with a cinnamon sugar rim. Yeah. Holiday vibes, yeah. sugar cookie vibes. Uh, yeah, I mean, holiday vibes, like you said, like, it, it is, like, very, like, like, snickerdoodle-esque type flavor. Yeah, and it's light, it's fun. I don't know about light. I honestly, I don't, I can't taste anything but the rim job. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and, like, that's all I want is I just want to lick the sides. Um, yeah, honestly, that's why I did the beer. I don't because... really, I don't know if I love, I can't, like... What is the beer? All right, I guess we'll get into it. Is it? Is it? A, yeah. It's a pumpkin beer. Yeah, kinda. I don't know. It is interesting. It's interesting that they're like, oh, this is what you should do with it. Like, I like, I, I love like a craft like project. So like, doing this was like super <laughs> fun for me. And then I am like, oh, but like, I wish that it just tasted better, like, in general. Um, okay, welcome to Bruise on Film, guys. Um, happy December. Crazy. Guys, the year's over. I've been telling you this for forever. Yeah. Um, we are, I, I, I just, I simply can't believe that we're already in December. It's like crazy. How is your, um, I feel like this is what we do every, uh, year around this time. We ask each other how our holiday shopping is going. So how is yours going? Mine is going so terrible. It's, it's insane. It's crazy. I don't know what to get anyone. I don't physically want anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to sleep for like 48 hours straight. Okay. Like that's what I want for Christmas. Sounds like you want a retreat. Yeah, maybe. But I could never do that. Well, I would need like literal time to stop. I need like um, the world to stop and me know that there's nothing else going on, that I'm not missing something, and then I would be able to relax. Okay. That's one of my goals for the new year is uh-huh. to learn how to react, l- relax. React. <laughs> I, I did. Me and Ben were like trying to figure out what we were going to get each other for Christmas. Because at this point, like I don't want anything. He doesn't want anything. Like I can always just buy him clothes, which is like fine, which is what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, But I like don't want anything and I can't think of anything like to even be like, yeah, this is something fun. But then the other night I did say, have you ever heard of those like infrared sauna mats? No. There's this one brand called not a plug, not sponsored, um, um, called higher dose. They're literally a thousand dollars or like something crazy like that for, it's like a mat that you lay in and it's like infrared, like, lights and then it's also like a little sauna mat and stuff Uh and I was like I kind of want that because I feel like it would make me relax like I would like be like oh I get to like take my little sauna tonight and I would have to lay and like you can't like I mean when you keep your hands in it you can't use your phone or anything so I feel like it would be like a nice like thing for me to do laying but I also don't want to pay a thousand dollars yeah I don't know do you like having like your hands confined like that though like would that be enjoyable for you Probably not. I but I want to get I want to get comfortable like being uncomfortable like that so that I then I don't have to be moving all the time. Right. Well, what if you like like what about like like something for like when you take your baths? Like what about like like a grade A like bath pillow or something like that? So then it's like a step in that direction. But yeah, like, not I'll tell you fully. what. I haven't taken a bath in two months. So That's sad. It was a it was a fun couple weeks where I was really like every weekend was taking a bath, really getting into it, reading a book, having a bath beer. Right. Um. But I'll tell you what. The I've things have just gotten crazy the past couple of months, and then December. I'll tell you what. I have every weekend like planned. Yeah. And it's. 
honestly miserable. I miss the old times. Like, uh, I mean, this is what happened like pre uh, in the in the BC. Um, yeah, it was like we were. It was just plan, plan, plan every weekend around this time of year. Yeah, I mean, it was always plan, plan, plan for me every weekend ever, but it was especially this time of year. Um, and it just seems like I'm just where I left off, um, which is in a way nice, but also in a way stressful, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I mean, I don't even have as many, like being realistic about it, like I don't even have as many responsibilities. Like I have my one job that I literally work from home at, like I'm not teaching any classes, really doing anything else. So it's really like, I'm like pretty like keeping stitchy pretty casual like yeah. really not like in the new year guys in the new year stitchy's gonna go hard but like this year she just had to relax she missed the selling season and that's fine um but yeah so I'm like realistically I don't have anything really going on but I'm also like obsessed with like cleaning and like decorate not decorating but like I'd rather spend like a morning, an hour in the morning, like cleaning what I what what got messy the day before, than like doing something productive. Okay, interesting. I did see that you decorated your apartment. It came out really cute. Yeah, I'm sitting and actually looking at it now. My tree is right in front of me. Gorgeous. It's a three foot tree, so it's small, like I we don't have a lot of room for like an actual big tree. Yeah. Um. So it's like a three foot tree. Um decorated in all stylized balls they're all like these beautiful colors that came together um and then I found these cute little um bird figurine things and they're literally the cutest thing ever and they're on my windowsill and I'm obsessed with them and just saying if you see any of them at Target and they're cool and I have three of them but apparently it's like they every year they release like they all their own little names and on the tags they say like 2021 Uh um um, so I, if you see any that are cute, like they're only $5, so buy them for me. I love this. I love that you've become like, That's like, like a good gift an, for an, me. <laughs> an ornament lady. I am an old woman. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And I wish that I would have known about the bird things before. I mean, newsflash, but this happens every year. I'm like almost done with my shopping. Um, so I wish that I would have known that you loved these bird ornaments, like, uh, the bird bird ornaments like are have only come into my life last week, so but I'll tell you what, they become a big part of my life in that one week. <laughs> I can tell honestly your face lights up when you're when you were talking I'm, about them. I'm looking I'm looking at them right I know, now. You can't you can't take your eyes off of them. You're honestly like giddy over these bird ornaments. <laughs> they're literally no, and they're pretty big too, to be honest. Can, can you so give us is, what are some of the names? Um, one's name is Glee. I think one's name is Tinsel. Okay. I don't I don't know what the other one's name is. I think the other one also has a G name, but I can't think of it. Um yeah. Wow. They're all like whimsy like Christmassy names. Right. Uh I love this is this is fun for you. I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying you enjoying this. Yeah, and honestly like that's what I really want to do instead of doing all these plans is sit inside and watch like Christmas movies yeah. or I saw so, you were watching White Christmas the other night. I did, absolutely. It's that absolutely time. It's that time of year. It. Last year, last year, I remember you just being on a real like music holiday mo- uh, holiday music. Cake. I mean, holiday movies too. I feel like you were like really scouring for for a holiday movie. Yeah, well, I had one um, weekend last year where I don't know Vin was like away, um, and I had one full. Honestly, it was probably just one night to myself. A day it was like a full day into a night uh-huh. to myself and when I tell you I watched every single Christmas movie that there was on Netflix probably then I went to um I think Amazon because they honestly have a nice Christmas selection okay good to know uh, I feel like now not a lot of people go to Amazon anymore yeah which is not smart it, it would be smart if they did because they do have a lot okay I'll tell you what okay um and I watched literally every Christmas movie, which, j- just saying, I think that's the first time that I watched this movie. Oh, okay. Was last year. Okay. When I was watching every movie ever, I watched Holiday, and I watched more of the Princess, uh-huh. whatever, Princess, Pr- Princess Christmas. Princess Switch. Princess Switch. Princess Christmas. <laughs> um, I watched, I don't know, like, every single 
Christmas movie that there is. Yeah. Well, that's fun. I love that. Um, I love that. I love that. Uh, I don't really have, like, much going on over on my end either. I feel like, honestly, I'm just, like, chipping away at, like, buying Christmas gifts. And, like, I, I, I see my weekends filling up more and more as we get closer to Christmas. And I'm like wow, it's already over. Like, it's everything, like, it's over. No, to me, Christmas is over. I've, I'm move, I've moved on to January. In my head, it is 2022. Wow. And that's that's just that on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we are doing a brand new theme this December. I feel like this is a fun theme. I'm excited. I think this is a good theme. I'm excited for A really for good this. theme, yeah. And and I think that this will, it'll, um, it's a theme that we can all engage with. We'll, may, maybe we'll put a poll um, on the day the episode is released and you tell us what you think. But uh, our theme is, uh, is this a Christmas movie? Is this a Christmas movie? Is it a Christmas movie? Um, that is the age-old question. Okay, so... This week we are do are, do we want to talk any more pop culture really or do we want to just get let get into the movie get into the stuff? I don't really have anything. Have you are you caught up on on Ultimate Girls Trip? Ultimate Girls Trip I'm not caught up on, but I just watched the Potomac um final reunion. Okay, I actually um, so, I also just watched it, which is like the bulk of Nicki Minaj, and I'll tell you what. I didn't hate her. Do I need her for every franchise? Do I think she was good for this, good with these ladies? Yeah, I think it was fine. But I couldn't, can't see her being in New York trying to talk to Ramona. Like, no. oh, I, God, I'm no. just saying. Like, <laughs> Oh, God, no. Um, um, I'm going to be honest and I'm going to say I don't think we needed four parts for this reunion and i felt by the time that nikki got there we were just repeating things that we had already talked about i i agree because i agree that it was seemed like it was just things that she had wanted to talk about but they had already talked they had about already it, talked about and they it. were just going back yeah. yeah um but overall i mean it was fun like i wasn't like i wasn't like i honestly thought it was gonna be like loling teehee-heeing a lot more um i did like how she like basically was like Ashley? Why do you find Michael attractive? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and then was like, she you did-, did not like. She gave, she honestly gave it to everybody. But she um, went hard on Ashley. But she went hard on Ashley. She, she was like, she was like, like she was like Ashley. You didn't have a storyline, and Nikki and Ashley was like, um, I had a baby. She was like, uh huh. She's yeah. like, you're just touting around your breast milk, like. <laughs> she's like, she's like, you just showed up and then to cause some drama because you didn't have a storyline, and I was like, oh, okay. And then I also did like, well, I was surprised how Candace was like, well, like she had a, she, this she is has her work. job. She yeah. has a, she's got to work. And I yeah. was, and then I also did love how she called, um, she kept calling Candy, Candy Girl. I know. Candy I, girl. I like that too. Um, I will say I was honestly impressed with Candace singing at the end. I thought she you did. Too. I thought she did good. I thought she did great. Yeah. yeah. I also thought it was stupid when Nicki Minaj was talking, asking her about numbers, talking to her about numbers. To be completely, like, Nicki Minaj, you are Nicki Minaj. You yeah. are selling millions of things, like, no matter what. Like, for you to, I thought it was, like, kind of stupid for her to be asking and then being like, no, that's, you. she should be, like, more, like, so empowering. Yeah. This woman who is actually a talent. She's not, like, a Kim Zolciak or, yeah. like, a... Someone Luan. who like just yeah. made a song because they were on a TV show. Yeah, like she—it's actually something that she can do and is good at. And so. I don't know. I thought like twenty thousand copies sold was in like the first week for like Candace from Real Housewives was pretty impressive. Yeah. Also, yeah, like five five hundred thousand streams of Drive Back, which actually is a great song. Yeah, and she's and she was on the, whatever the R and B Billboard charts like yeah. twenty four. That's like awesome. I was like, damn, I didn't know all these stats, and I'm impressed. But I, but I also think like we're a little biased because we like Candace. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I thought it was gonna be more fun. Like like Andy seemed like he was having a great time watching it from the sidelines, and like maybe if I was there in person, I would also be like as giddy as Andy was. But like watching it yeah, at home, I'm I was also like, sure I was, like, they eh. cut stuff. And like, I would love to know the exact amount of time she was there. Like, I want to know, like, like if what, how long was she, was Nikki actually there for? Like in the seat. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. So that's um my yeah. That's like really my one thing of pop culture. Oh, I have one extra other thing going along okay. with the Christmas movie vibe. Okay. Again, after I watched White Christmas um yeah. over the weekend. It's on Netflix, so I'm sitting on Netflix, and I'm like, 
okay, I want to watch something else. So then I, in the Christmas, like season, season streaming Uh section Uh of, um, Netflix, um, they had like something called Dash and Lily. Which oh yes, is, like, I love Dash and Lily. Which was is it from this year or last year? Last was it year. From? Last year. Okay, so I didn't watch it last year, but I watched it and I honestly I was like, this is so like cringe, but it was really cute. It's actually. so charming. What? It's so charming. Yeah, and I think that leads us into our one segment that we were gonna do. So they start the book. Well, they start the show, and he's, like, in the bookstore, uh-huh. and then he's, like, is he, like, reading the lyrics to River, or he's, like, singing it, or it's on? Yeah, I think it's on. Um, So, me and Mike, we're going to go through and say our top five yeah. favorite versions <laughs> of River, which is, ori- it's originally by, um... Joni Mitchell. Mitchell, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, there's, she's the first one to yeah, do it. And yeah, and that's, that's number one always and forever to me. I mean, yeah, that is number one on my list. Okay, but that's, I, that but doesn't really I, count because it's not a cover. Oh, I just thought you meant which ver- like version. Oh, no, that's number one on my list. No, number one is always Joni Mitchell because she's she's the. Okay, OG. well then I only have four others. <laughs> okay, well what I I'm so curious. This honestly, so this was like a late night text thing where because this is what happened. So Darren Chris released a Christmas album and he did a cover of River. And I was like, oh, I actually like Darren Chris. Like, famously, his version of Baby It's Cold Outside with Chris Colfer from Glee is one of my favorite Christmas songs. Said it last year on the pod. I stand by it. I don't care. <laughs> um, so I was like, I was like, oh, I like, like, I like Chris Col- I, I like Darren Chris. Like, let me listen to his version of River. Because anytime someone sings a river, I'm like, oh, I want to hear what they do with it. Even though it's honestly every version kind of sounds the same. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but his version is like a pop dancey kind of version. And I, I've never been so mad in my entire life. I was like, I call the police. Like he needs to be arrested for crimes against humanity for doing this to this beautiful song. And then that's when I texted you and I was like, we need to do, um, uh, a segment where we talk about our favorite covers of River because, and it was because of Darren Chris. I will literally tell you, I actually only have three okay. that I that are in the list. Um, I listened to more today, so then I just threw one of them on there. But I'm not. It doesn't feel truthful to me to say that I like it okay. because it's. I only listened it today after going through the thing. Okay. Um. So is the Darren Quirst one the one that you said you hated? Yes. Okay, I have one that I hate too. Okay, what is it? I hate the James Taylor one. Okay. It's very bad. <laughs> yeah. Yes, very fair. Yep. Um, so okay, so we got our bads out of the way. Okay, so what is your I guess your number one favorite cover? Oh, it's Ben Platt from The Politician. Okay, that is my number two. My number one is the Sam Smith Spotify okay. um like singles edition. Yeah. That one is like the best version so i had the sam smith one on my honorable mentions for some reason it doesn't do it for me i just know i know i'm sorry i know i'm sorry and 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 tori is also gonna freak out because that's also like her favorite version um but for some reason listening to it i listened to it twice today and it just doesn't do it for me um but oh it it literally chills me to the bones (laughs) but the ben platt one from the politician even though it's a little even though it's like cuckoo crazy in the context of the show Yes, um, yes. <laughs> hearing it just, like, on its own is beautiful, and Ben Platt is a talent. Um, yes, he has one of the most, he is, has the one of the most gorgeous voices of our generation. Yes. <laughs> and um, his version of River is so good, and it's sad, it, it, and, like, is it's, it's heartbreaking when you listen to it. Um, yes, I agree. Um, so, okay, what's another one that you have that isn't an honorable mention? Um, so I have, uh... Megan Hilty, who is a Broadway person. Is she the one who's going to be in the um, Annie? Yeah. Um, So she has a uh, version of it, and it's like a little bit folky, a little bit country, like just a tad country. Um, I'm going to have to listen. I've never listened to that one. But I think that's just because like her voice is a little bit naturally like that style. Um, I don't know. I just really loved it. And I was like, oh, unexpected Megan Hilty. Um, who I really love, like, singing this song that I also really love. So. Yes. Megan Hilty was my number two. 
Um, okay. So my then my final one, because this was gonna be number four. Okay. I will tell you the other one that I randomly just chose. Okay. So, um so my number three is um Sarah McLaughlin. Um, <laughs> I knew version. it. I knew you were gonna pick <laughs> the Sarah McLaughlin one. <laughs> so fucking um, sad. It's just a, it's just a classic. She's sad, just like um it's like watching the dog commercials. Yep. Uh, in the arms of an angel. Yeah, but you're in watching the, arms the, of the river. you're watching the dogs ice skate on a river. Literally, yeah. Um. Um. So that was my that's my number, I guess three. So and I final. I have. I'll just tell you really quick the other ones I have. I have the Leah Michelle Glee version, which is really great, just because I love Leah Michelle, and I know that that's yeah, controversial. Yeah, I saw the Glee one. I was gonna listen to it today, and I potentially have listened to it. Yeah. But my, as much as I love Christmas music. I'm a big cl- classic Christmas you are person like listening to like I want Nat King Cole I want literally like Dean Martin Bing and Crosby Sinatra. yeah Bing Crosby I want them in my ears right. all the time yeah they soothe me uh-huh. so I yeah, probably don't know if I have heard it <laughs> okay that's fair it just she sings obviously she just sings really nice beautiful yeah I can imagine um also Ellie Golding has a version that I have on my list I don't like that one. Oh, at I all. liked it I liked it because uh-huh. it, it felt like like conversational which I enjoyed um I did I listened to that one today and I said I do not like this okay and then my last one this is it's gonna be weird but you gotta bear with me okay it's from the show Ally McBeal okay it's Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> He sings it? He sings it. Like, okay, interesting. Um, you can listen to it on Spotify. Um, I think I put it on my list just because I was like, what? Robert Downey Jr. singing River. And I listened to it. I was like, you know what? You know what? It was po- actually good. Points were made. <laughs> um, so the, those are my favorite River covers. I will tell you the one that I just had on the list because it was really like the only other one that I was like, let me listen to this one. Uh-huh. Um, Adina Menzel has yep, a version. She does. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it just sounds like her. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. There's no real emotion behind it. No, yeah, that's what I felt too. But I was like, this is fine to me. And I'm not going to listen to like the hundreds of other ones there are. So Olivia Rodrigo has one that... I, I did like that one. I I'll thought it was good. What. Yeah. It's, I, I was going to put it on the list. I'm going to tell you, it's tough to hear um like a 15-year-old sing River. Um and and like really connect with it just because you're like okay but you're 15 yes i agree yes yes um and then i just want to say CeeLo green has a version that's quite fun what <laughs> and 98 degrees also has a version that's pretty fun okay i gotta listen to those ones because that sounds um definitely kooky yeah they're definitely kooky they were on my honorables <laughs> so i just wanted to put those out that was fun i like that yeah Maybe uh, we'll do another song next week. Yeah, that could be fun. Uh, River was hard. River was hard just because it's like, it's a very Also, I'm not going to lie. Song. I wasn't aware that River was a Christmas song until literally last year when I was listening to the radio and they were playing it at Christmas, which I don't feel like it has been a Christmas song until yes, like okay. the so, past few years. Yes, I agree. I was going to say, I don't feel like people loved, and this is, it fits in perfectly with our theme for the month. Um, I don't feel like River was considered a Christmas song for a really long time until people started, like, really being like, no, but actually River is a Christmas song. I mean, she literally says the opening line is, it's coming on Christmas. And then it, it has, doot, doot, doot. it's literally Jingle Bells yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. It's a Christmas song. And it's a beautiful, it's, it's, listen, not all Christmas songs are happy. Because not everyone feels the same Guys, way about holidays. Also, literally, have you ever listened to Christmas Shoes? Not happy. <laughs> Not happy. Should we do that next, next <laughs> week? Covers of Christmas Shoes? I honestly, I've literally only heard one version of it. <laughs> uh, uh, that was good. That was fun. All right. Um, okay. We are doing for our first movie of, is this a Christmas movie? Um, we are doing 2006, The Holiday. Amazing cast. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I thoroughly enjoyed this one. Even though I definitely have seen it, I thoroughly enjoyed this film. When you texted me and said I probably have seen this, I was like, you absolutely, like, definitely, definitely yeah. have seen it. Yeah, but I will say, yes, killer cast, um, everyone is hot. Everyone is uh, hot. Uh, well, we'll talk, I don't know about everyone. Um, but Jack Black looks cute in this. Jack Black looks cute, yes. This is probably the most attractive that I it's think. the most attractive attracted you are to, to Jack Black. Jack Black, yeah. yes. 
Um, and I think that that I love this movie so much um, because it really has a lot to do with like Hollywood. Yeah, that's um, true. Which is like fun for me. Um, but yeah, so we will get back to it. Harley, what is the beer that we are drinking? Okay, so we are drinking um, Scarecrow Juice Pumpkin Ale, and it is from Wet Ticket Brewing. Um, they are a New Jersey brewery. Honestly, for the pod, I'm like kind of trying to stick with NJ beers unless I like get something cool that's not NJ because I'm going to be completely honest in the liquor stores near us. They've really stepped up the games about what like and the breweries too on distribution on like what beers they carry like locally. So it's not even when I'm in New Jersey and I'm like going to all the different breweries where I'm picking up stuff. I'm definitely doing that. But even our local liquor stores are like carrying more and more just like of a selection of New Jersey beers from around the state. So I think I want to try them out. I think it's fun. So um, definitely like gotta. I mean, obviously like our, our like liquor stores do carry stuff from other states too. And if I think they're good, I'm definitely going to try, especially if they're like a craft beer or craft brewery that I want to try. Um, but I'm just giving a little explanation because we've really been hitting New Jersey, New Jersey, New Jersey, New Jersey. Right. Um, and I'm just not going to apologize for that. Jersey strong. Um, yeah. Hashtag Jersey strong. So this brewery is in Rahway, New Jersey. It's like North ish. Um, and it is a 6%, 6.3%. It's 12 IBU, so not bitter at all. Um, again, it's like a pumpkin ale. Um, so, like great music, this beer hits all the notes. Body, spites, malts, and hops all come together to create an ale any beer lover can enjoy. So this is how they brew, they, they serve it at the brewery, which is what I had made Mike do. I'm going to be full disclosure right now. I ate too much pasta for dinner and I could not um, force any sort of beer down my throat. Um, but I did just have this beer literally two days ago with with the um, rim job, like um, to quote Mike Hag. Um, and so you, what they do is that they um, dip or drizzle um maple syrup around the edge um and then they have a combination of a mixture of sugar cinnamon and nutmeg um and then just like you would do a salt rim on margaritas just put that in there um and i will say something i have had this beer in the past like a like a couple of years ago Mm -hmm. um and i did like it i had it i think i had it at the brewery i'm not 100 sure but this was my first time like going back to this brewery and i want to say like a couple of years yeah and um i remember liking it last time so i got it and the sugar around they ask you if you want it and i'm like yeah Uh, obviously obviously i want that if that's how you're telling me i need to drink it that's what i want it um and it really – I've had the beer plain and the beer is like fine. It's fine plain. I'm not I'm not jumping over like – I don't know. I was going to say jumping over backwards, backflipping. I'm not backflipping for it. Um, <laughs> but with the cinnamon sugar, I think it like really elevates because that's like what hits your palate first. Right. And then the beer kind of washes it in and it kind of like highlights and like – I wouldn't say this beer is like super pumpkin-y. It's not like no. pumpkin spicy. No. So that really – the notes of the like um pumpkin come out or like meld very well with the cinnamon and nutmeg yeah. um and maple syrup yeah. um of it all um yeah so that's that we have a few reviews um beer I, advocate we actually have reviews can you believe it's been weeks again that's the one thing with the new jersey verse um okay. i will say that i was i'm glad that you talked about how it tasted not rimmed um because that's what i was i was curious about because honestly like now like i'm what like mine is like wearing down a little bit um, his um his rim guys. My, yeah his my rim um and they don't call it a job for nothing and <laughs> uh, and um it just is fine like it's fine to me without yes. without the cinnamon sugar but with the cinnamon sugar i do like it more yes and i will say like, this is not me being like, this beer is fine. The brewery has a ton of other beers that yeah. are good. So if you want to check them out, definitely do. I just picked this because 
it was Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. We were, we're getting into the holidays. I've we're literally been only doing really pumpkin things yep. for like the past couple weeks. We won't next week. I have a different um, plan for us. Um, and so, yeah, so that's why, that's why we're doing it. Okay. Um, oh, another favorite of mine, if you are ever in the area or see their stuff, they have, um, dream ticket. A, a lot of their things are like trolley based, oh, like okay. wet ticket. I don't know. It must mean something like, I don't really know. Um, but they're like, I think their logo is even maybe, I don't know, but, um, they, that's really good. That's like, I think like a, um, double dry hopped IPA. Do you want me to tell you is, what the, what the side of the can says about wet ticket? Yeah. It says the wet ticket candidate candidates from both parties ran for office on a pledge to repeal prohibition. Once, oh. a, once elected, the wets were successful in their efforts. That same for the people attitude is carried through in everything we do. Our mission is not only to create great beers, but to welcome all to the craft beer movement. I like that. That's cute. I definitely did know that now that you said that, but they have a lot of beers that are called like trolley or like they have one called trolley hopper. They have one called like something else. So maybe that's like their series that they have for that. Ting, ting, ting Um, goes the trolley. What? Ring, ring, ring goes the trolley. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So again, review. So this is, I know it's been a while since we had a real one. So this is, um, PR advocate. Remember it could be literally any number. Um, three point blank blank, five point blank blank. Not really, actually, five is the highest, but like two like point blank blank. Um, okay, so this was drank by Tony. Tony. Um, Tony from New Jersey. Yep. Um, he drank it out of a sixteen ounce can. He said, "Pours a medium amber color, me- minimal head," which I think is true. Yes, yes, it was. It was true. Um, light aroma of pumpkin spices. Flavor is very light, vanilla and light pumpkin spices. A little overcarbonated. Overall, an okay pumpkin beer. Very light bodied and not very flavorful. Okay, I agree that it is very light. Mm-hmm. Um, I will agree that I don't. That I think that if I was just to drink this regular, I don't think I. I think I would be uh begging for more pumpkin more vanilla more more something um yeah but since i'm doing it with the sugared rim um and i i'm assuming tony did not it doesn't sound like tony did the rim no i don't think tony followed the rules no tony tony went uh maverick and did, <laughs> and did his own thing so i think tony probably gave it a 2.73 he surprisingly gave it a 3.81. Okay, Tony, Tony. He said three, and then in his rating, he put 3.75 rating, but on on the rating system for your advocate, it says 3.81. So, Tony, Tony doesn't know what he's doing. Okay, so this one was <laughs> drank by Hopping Mad Monk. Oh, I, that that's just his screen name or her or her. Yeah. Um, they. And they drank it from in New Jersey and it was drank on September 12th, 2021. Oh, um, so yeah, the one the one that Tony drank was last year. OK, so it was COVID. He didn't go to the brewery right, or he maybe did, he, he did. He didn't know. He didn't know about the he rim didn't know job. about the rim. They yeah. probably weren't even doing that then. Probably not. Um, OK, Amber appearance. Um, medium light carbonation with just below average body. Aroma is a light blend of spices, pumpkin, bread, and malt. Taste is like pumpkin pie, very light spice. Um, it's a good pumpkin beer, much lighter on the spice than most. It's actually light and refreshing, um, where most are overly spiced. Yeah, That's yeah. I mean, we, it's kind of what we already said, which is that this, I just feel like it lacks a lot of flavor. Yeah, but this guy likes, is saying he likes that about it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say that's a 4.32. No, it's a 3.74. Okay. okay. So virtually these two people gave them the same. Which things. is weird because they're totally opposite. They're, yes, yeah. One is like, this is an okay beer. And the other one was like, yeah, pretty nice. Yeah, like, I loved, like, liked it a lot. 
Was that, okay, it, for, was that, that, was that it for the reviews? Oh, yeah. So that's it for the beer. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Sorry, I only had two. Yeah. That's okay. I, I thought I said that out loud. I was just, like, waiting here. I was like, do I usually say something else? Like, <laughs> Okay. So we can move on to the movie then. Yes. Um, okay. So I won't ask you... And this maybe, and this is what we're gonna do for all the movies that we're doing this month. I will not ask you if this is a Christmas movie until the end of the episode when we're doing the ratings. Okay. So let's. You just, don't want to know before. No, let's just. What I think. No, let's just talk generally about the movie for right now. Okay. Um, but I will give you some trivia. But first, what is the rating on Rotten Tomatoes for the holiday? Um. A th- I was about to say a 3.8, but I know that's not how they do that. No. Um, like a 72. It is a 49. Really? It is considered rotten. Wait, really? The audience score is an 80, though. Okay, which is, that which makes is sense. considered fresh. So, critics' consensus, while it's certainly sweet and even somewhat touching, the holiday is so thoroughly predictable that audiences may end up opting for an early checkout time uh i like that it's predictable yeah it it makes it yeah, like you know you're but you're waiting you're like what all these other things like in the movie when he goes back to, like jack black tries to go like talk to his like girlfriend that literally lied to him yeah and left him yeah um for this other man yeah um you like know from the day that they do Hanukkah together that yeah. they are going to end up together. So you we're just waiting and we're waiting and we're waiting. Yeah. But that's fine. Like And I think that everyone, all of the four leads are so likable and rootable that you're like, Yes, I want you to be happy. Like I don't it's I don't think it's a bad thing that you're like, yes. Oh, I'm so happy that these people are gonna end up together. Yeah, I agree. Um so the budget was eighty five million and it grossed $63 million in the U.S. E. Yeah. It was released on December 8th, 2006. Why didn't they do, like, a, a Thanksgiving release? I don't know. I feel like it maybe... Because I feel like it probably would have done better. Yeah, would have done good. Um, so this was a Nancy Myers movie. We have done... Um, we've talked about Nancy Myers before, where, on the pod, because she is known for having the beautiful kitchens... Okay, did she do that one with um uh I can't think of his name. Jack Nicholson, yes, is that his she, name? Yes, she did she and, did, she did do something's got to give. Okay, literally yes. that's what I was going to say yes. that one. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um she is known for her beautiful homes and beautiful kitchens. That's like something that Nancy Myers has like become known for. Um, so honestly, that's like a fun thing to be known for. And also I feel like succeeds every time. Like I, 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 I I love all of the houses that are featured. Um, what other film has, has she done other than that? So she's done. It's complicated. The, um, who's in that? Meryl Streep, Alec Baldwin. And, um, I don't think I've seen that. I definitely heard of it. Oh, honestly, I really love it's complicated. People don't love it. I really love it, but it's also because like Meryl Streep plays a baker who's like in a love triangle with Steve Martin and Alec Baldwin. Um, and I don't know. I really love that. She did something's got to give. She's done the intern, uh, father of the bride. Um, okay. Baby boom. Private Benjamin was her first thing. Um, the parent trap. Oh, the yeah. Trap remake, which also has beautiful houses. Yep. Um, that that villa on the on in Napa Valley. Uh, okay. So just some trivia. The film was written specifically with Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslet, Jude Law, and Jack Black in mind. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the, okay. The website the website Amanda and Iris use to exchange houses is a real website, HomeExchange.com. That is cool, but it also seems like, I will say, very fast for them to be like, want to switch houses tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm like, y'all, like, you live, like, very far away. It's going to take you 24 hours to get to each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. Um, A few months after the movie came out, the popularity of house swapping was on the rise. So much so that, so much so, in fact, that police in England had to issue a warning against swapping homes with strangers due to identity fraud and murders. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Here's the crazy thing, right? So this was 2006. Airbnb was not a thing yet. Yeah, so this was, I was thinking, this is basically like Airbnb. Yeah, the only difference is that you, like, you have to go to the other person's house. You can't yes. stay, like, remotely to, like, help them get into your house that you're renting. Yes. Them. Like, yes. you have yes. to go to the other person's house. I don't know. Would you do something like that? I, I, I would, I think. I, I would not. No? No. Not when Airbnb, maybe in 2006. No, but I'm just saying, like, generally, like, you, you, like, this concept of, like, home exchange, like, you I wouldn't don't, do? Uh, no, I don't want anyone else to come into my home. Okay, got it. You, like, you, I you, would you are, go you are somewhere Whoopi, else. You are Whoopi Goldberg's quote when she says that she doesn't want to get married because she doesn't want anyone to sleep in her room <laughs> either. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, so Hans Zimmer did the score for the movie, which um, in that great scene in Blockbuster between Jack Black and Kate Winslet, he talks about Hans Zimmer scoring Driving Miss Daisy. Oh, that's cool. I knew, I thought about you when I was watching that scene. I was like, Mike Def loves this part. <laughs> I do love that part. I do love that part. Um, in the special features, Cameron Diaz claims this movie is her most physical due to all of the running she has to do. Oh, I mean, yeah, it is crazy when she's going to the airport to leave and then she is literally sprinting in heels. Yeah. And I was like, this is insanity. Yes, very much so. But that is so interesting because, like, she did, like, Charlie's Angels and, yeah. like, things that are actually action Yeah, that's, I mean, as much as I love Cameron Diaz, I don't know if The Holiday is, is her most physical <laughs> Yes, exactly. Like, like roll. Um, that's all the trivia that I have. Uh, all right, let's just talk about it generally. Did you like this movie? What did you like about it, if you did? Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was easy. It was breezy. Um, I love Kate Winslet. I just think she's a gem to watch on stage. Um, on stage? <laughs> on, on stage and on, the, on stage being my TV. Um, I did watch it on a full screen. Um, wow. I, yeah, not on my phone. Um, I, Jude Law is literally so hot and the whole time He's I just so keep, hot. I just keep thinking, like, where is he now? I remember thinking this during um, the Mr. Ripley. Yeah. Um, being like, where is he now? Where is our guy? Where, literally, so here's the thing. I mean, he's doing the, he's doing the, the Harry Potter prequel movies he's dumbledore in fantastic beasts um, oh like young dumbledore yeah young gay oh dumbledore. i will say I, I watched so i have one um one more harry potter to watch i don't know if the fans know this but i think we've talked um, about it i've been watching harry potter from the start and i have one more to go are you sad so, um, I'm going to tell you what, and this is going to be an unpopular opinion. Oh, I liked God. it better when they were in school. I don't like when they're running all around and oh. it's like scary and it gives me anxiety. <laughs> like, I like them to be in school. And then when they're in school. That's like, because you love to that, learn. I love to learn. And at least I know that they're like not going to die because there's like adults around. And now they're just like being adults in the in, in life. Famously, Deathly Hallows Part 1 is my favorite Harry Potter because I love that they're out and about running around. It is literally like like a coming-of-age drama about people in the wilderness. Yeah. They literally, like, miss Christmas, and that's, like, my favorite part of all the Harry Potters. So I'm they so, literally I'm go so to that sorry. woman's house, and she turns into a snake. Yeah. I'm so sorry that you didn't get your Hogwarts Christmas. I know. Um... But, yeah, so he is playing young gay Dumbledore in Fantastic Beasts. Um, but you're right. As I'm watching this movie, he is so goddamn charming and so fucking hot. But there was this point of time, 2006, which I will say, other than the cell phones in this movie, you were, you could put this movie, like, and even though the computers, like, could have been now, um, other than the cell phones, like, in the movie, you could literally put, like, this movie... And say that it took place now. Yeah, I mean, basically. you would have to, instead of them being in the video store, they would just be sitting on the couch. True, like, true. Like, like okay, so I mean, that Netflix. is, yeah, that is that is one part. That Also, like, um, what's it called? Um, Jim from The Office being in literal one seat. And, and Catherine, Catherine Hahn, your doppelganger. 
um, coming in for a quick, quick, quick cameo. Being pregnant. Being pregnant. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so just the Jude Law of it all, from the second that he is drunk at her door to the very end of the movie, he just, I feel like he wins the movie. Like, he's, like, the thing that, like, I want to watch over and over again. Um, And I think that his chemistry with Cameron Diaz is so good. Um... And then he puts on those glasses the next morning, and it's just like, that's not fair that you become more hot when you put on glasses. Um, yeah, and, and even hot when he, even hot when he's um, the napkin mis- head. When he's Mr. Napkin Head, which is Mr. Napkin head, so yeah. iconic. Um, and it's not, it's not fair, like, that he's, and then, I don't know, everything that he does, and his accent, and his, his styling, his clothes, everything just works so well. And I would never leave that cottage if he came to to my door literally same also um there's like cameron diaz's like experience in this is even though she's going to a place that is much like i would say lesser than like where she is coming from not even like this is a beautiful cottage like cottage but like it's not her like mansion with the shades and like all this stuff um but her, the first day she gets there, going to the store, like, literally, like, buying all this food. But, like, this was, like, a dream to me. I was, like, I want this to be doing this. I want to be, like, literally doing nothing. And then, like, then there's the part where Mr. Brightside comes on and yeah. she's dancing. And I said, this is absolutely me. I was, like, if you don't feel akin to this, this like, scene, like, you have no soul. Um do, but, were, yeah. were you also relating because she has the issue where she can't cry? Um, I honestly cry all the time now. So oh, okay. Um, I think that's one of my favorite character quirks about her is is the fact that she like can't cry. Um, and then when she's leaving, yeah, she cries. And then she cries. Like... But like even after Ed Burns, who's also in this movie for 0.5 seconds, who plays her sleazy boyfriend who like cheats on her, and then she's sitting at the is computer... that is Ed Burns' normal accent, or was that something he was no, doing? No, that's his normal accent because he. I think he's from like Brooklyn. Okay, I couldn't tell. Um, but he. Uh, and then she's sitting at the computer and she's like trying to make herself cry. I don't know. I just it's like it's such like a like a weird character thing that Cameron Diaz just pulls off. I love Cameron Diaz. I've always loved Cameron Diaz. Bring Cameron Diaz back. I know like she doesn't want to. She act retired, anymore. right? Yeah. Like, she like she was retired. like, I'm done, guys. Yeah. But she like every time we've done a Cameron Diaz movie on this pod, we've always been like Cameron Diaz is like steals every scene. Yeah, because she's like, well, she was like an it girl. Like yeah. she was, and and um, I and I think that she's like like obviously she's beautiful and gorgeous but she's like she always plays like like goofy characters goofy she's seems relatable she's like it's like it's like physical comedy yeah she's like pretty people they're just like us yeah that's but like and and it's not like annoying to me like i'm like i'm like okay i buy this like i buy this girl being this way okay so i will also say my another reason why i love this and then going back to the part where i'm literally an old person um is the fact that so Kate Winslet is like in LA living at I don't even know what their actual name someone's name is Amanda uh, Cameron Diaz is Amanda Kate Winslet is Iris and then yeah, so, Jude, Jude Law is Graham and Jack Black is Miles I did not get Miles I don't remember hearing Miles said at all okay um so so she's living at this house right. and like she just had so they both basically have their breakups right. like Cameron Diaz just breaks up with this guy that he's is cheating on. it doesn't even see it seemed like a loveless yeah. thing anyway at least with and the, then, the iris thing hers is very sad hers very is like, sad and like, like she's been in love with this man that she works with and apparently I, I, I guess they did date they like did they had date, or yeah. had some sort of relation yeah um and he basically like is stringing her along, yeah. and then she finds out he got engaged to one of their other coworkers. Yeah. Um. The night before, like, of their um office Christmas party. Yeah. Um, Which she so she writes the the she's a journalist who does the marriage wedding, and, wedding, the wedding announcement announcements. Yeah, yeah. Crazy to me. Um. It was two thousand and six. Yeah. They now have like AI that does that all by itself. Yeah. Um. They're like boop boop engaged. Like boop boop engagement, <laughs> or like you don't even need that because you literally have the yeah you have the Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. 
But so Iris is in LA um because like fuck that dude. Yeah. Um, fuck Jasper. And she befriends this like 90-year-old like um like what was he like a movie writer? Yeah, he, was, like, he a, was a screenwriter. He was a screenwriter. Um what I don't remember what his name was. Arnold. Arnold um like she finds him just walking around. He like lives in the same neighborhood as the house that she's staying at. And they just build this beautiful friendship. And it's literally my favorite part of the movie. And I was like, it would be me. <laughs> okay. So I was nervous because you famously get sad when you see old people. I don't cry anymore. Okay. I don't cry anymore about that. Okay. I cry about other things now. <laughs> so I was nervous that like you were going to be sad about it, but he doesn't die, which is like, he doesn't die. Is, exactly. Like, I did God. feel bad when they were sad when they were talking about, um, but I liked seeing that he had like, friends i didn't yeah. like when we were in his house i didn't really like that that made me feel bad but i liked seeing that he had friends and then it made me sad when they were talking about his wife but then his wife was and then his friends were all like yeah his wife was amazing so then i was like okay i don't feel that bad yeah um but yeah I, and i was so touched so at the end like he keeps like rejecting like this writer association thing um to honor him and like have a night with him like where he gives a speaking engagement he's like 11 people are going to show up they've been Uh asking me to do it for forever she organized it so quickly to get all these people to come and go to the thing but again it's a movie (laughs) nothing Um, time-wise makes sense time-wise make absolutely no sense (laughs) now they just keep Um, saying we're only here for two weeks but the two weeks feel like five days it's Literally, a- this this ninety year old man who uses a walker learns to walk again <laughs> without any assistance, other than doing pool exercises. And then, like, so like the Amanda and Graham stuff, like the thing of they're, they're like, will they or won't they? Is that like obviously she lives in L.A. and he lives in London and he has two kids. He's a widower. Blah 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 blah. And but like every time that they talk, Amanda's like, I'm only here for nine more days. Yeah. And then, and then it, and then it's like it got it goes back to Iris and it goes back. To Amanda, and she's like, I'm only here for three more days. And I'm like, yes. what? <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know how it, like, it, it is evolving in the time like that. But um, I love that part at the end where he actually does do the Writer's yes. Guild thing. It's so sweet and so cute. And again, it, did we talk about this in the last? Yes, we talked about this when we did Hidden Figures. Like, when we look at your life, you, like, you don't think that people, like, will actually, like, when you're an old person, right. you're not going to, like, think that people thought the things that you did were, like, astounding or should be celebrated or should be, like, made a movie out of or something right. like that. But, like, is that just what life's going to be? Like, probably. You're probably just doing things. Nobody is, I guess, doing things to be like this. So I'm going to tell my kids this someday. Right. Or like not not even kids, but I'm going to write a book about myself or right. something. So, yeah. I'm telling my kids about this podcast. I'm going to have them listen to it. That's what they're going to like um, go, go to sleep listening to. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you? Okay. So uh, I will say, so like the, I think that like the, the Graham Amanda love story is really fleshed out. I feel like the Iris Miles story is not fleshed out, but I think that that's because the real love story is between Iris and Arnold. I think so too. <laughs> and that's who she should actually end up with. Honestly, yeah. But like not in a romantic way, but like just in like a friendship way. Yeah, yeah. I don't want that romance for her. No. And then she and she can have Miles for like the romantic part, but I think she should like stay in LA and not go back or go back or her and her and her and Amanda could just keep going back and forth and back yeah. and forth. So if you were to home exchange, whose home would you go to? Which one would you prefer? Um, I would want to go to Iris's. Okay. So I will say I, I think the idea of the cottage is, is super cute and fun. I do think I'd get bored. Oh, I'd absolutely love it. I like, I'm like, sure there's like a bunch of good breweries or pubs or something you can go to. Also, I think that Iris is a big old liar when she said on her home exchange website, 40 minutes from London. I felt like it It seemed as though it was going to take at least an hour uh, and a half yeah. and a half to get from <laughs> London to her. And then I just kept thinking, oh my God, you do this commute every day to, to your Yikes. sad yeah. wedding article office. Um, Just because it was like she had to take a train and then she had to take a car and then she had to take and then she had to walk down that little path and I was like this is a long time yeah but I thought she drove into London um 
like when when she got all those snacks, or was that just into town? No, that was just into town. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Yeah, which I do love that scene when she's uh, drinking the wine. The, the wine aisles. in the store. I literally live for that. And then she like the getting. She's getting like the checkout person behind the counter is like, oh, someone's having a party. And <laughs> and she was like, this is the party. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just a really, it's so rewatchable. It's so charming. Like, everything about it is just, it's just fun and, like, cute and breezy. Yeah, I would 100% re- watch this again. Um, I also, lo- I know we, like, br- briefly touched on it, but that scene when they're in the blockbuster, yeah. like, R.I.P. other than the one that there is. And ja- so Jack Black is, like, a composer for movies, right? Right, and, um, and we should uh-huh. say that, Amanda, that this movie really highlights one of my true loves and something that that i i didn't think of until watching it when you asked the question however many years ago uh what is the thing that that made you say pop culture is for you i think what is the culture that made you say culture is for you i think trailers really are something that that i i hold dear to my heart i love a trailer i famously send my friends trailers for things i think they would like and they never watch them we 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 don't watch them um but i keep sending them because i'm like you would like this thing just give it a whirl um, I, I go to the movies early so that I can sit there and watch the trailers. I love trailers and I love that Amanda <laughs> makes trailers in this movie and then keeps getting the trailer voiceover <laughs> for like random, random things yeah. that happen to her. I feel like that's the one part that's like semi a disconnect that they kind of forgot to keep doing. Correct. It's like yeah. they did it. They did it two times in the beginning of the yeah. movie and then they stopped doing it. Um, also like. My one thing is she is Amanda Fox. Is that her name or something? Amanda Woods. Woods. So she is like, they're like Amanda Woods presents. But it's like if she only makes the trailers, <laughs> like I'm confused why they're putting Amanda Woods presents in the. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. To me, it was not unless she was literally like producing, and like maybe she is the producer or like director i don't know no she said that she owns a trailer making company making company yeah yeah so she wouldn't be presenting anything yes yeah exactly um yeah that doesn't make sense uh yeah i mean the blockbuster scene it's uh it's everything that i want out of a out of a relationship i also want to like have uh, someone like serenade me with musical scores and be like can you guess what it is like that's like that sounds like a dream come true for me (laughs) (laughs) maybe you should date jack black in this yeah, like I said, this is the most attractive that I think Jack Black is to me. Um, I agree. And I think that he's he's not doing his normal annoying Jack Black thing. Um, he's like actually, I think, yeah, I he's think like he's actually very, good in very this charming, movie. Yeah. 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 And like not over the top and crazy. Like he's very subdued, which is refreshing for him. Um, but obviously, I mean, Jude Law, like that's Mr. Napkinhead. I am daddy. Yeah, this... I am daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly like fell off my chair like when that scene happened i was like this dialogue means so much more in 2021 than anyone ever means and then that's when i sent you the picture and said we need to post it on social and we will absolutely but the full line is um and so straight to the camera face yes i am daddy i am daddy (laughs) it's like oh my god um yeah i mean i don't know i really love that i really enjoy this movie um a lot and i think it's just really good um and i don't know why i didn't connect with people as much as it did but i feel like people watch it i feel like i hear about it every year yeah i think it's like gained like momentum you know what i mean um but the reason that it might not have connected with people back then in 2006 is because of this question that we are asking ourselves is this a christmas movie i feel like it was marketed probably as a Christmas movie and the holiday itself, right? Is a double. It's a it's a play on words. It's it, literally for for Amanda. It is like Chris. I mean, for both of them, it is Christmas, right? But, but like it is a holiday in, as in vacation. Yeah, which is like much more of a a British mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. to say. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so, go ahead. Do you want me to say? Do you think it is a Christmas movie? You want me to go first? Or do you want me to go first? What do you, you want me to do? You go first and then tell me tell me why or why not. Okay. Um I when I was watching it, I was like, this is a Christmas movie to me. Okay. Um I think just starting with the the Christmas office seat, office party scene, 
which then does connect literally our next movie that we will be going into, Hint, uh-huh. Hint. Uh-huh. Um, it's not and- office Christmas party, guys. No. Um, but I do think in a lot of other Christmas movies, there is that holiday party like mm-hmm. that. Um, I don't know. the the It was very, like, surrounded around the holidays. Right. Um, I Is it, like, a normal Christmas movie where it's, like, Santa and this Right, and where Rudolph. it, like, hits, hits you over the head with Christmas? Yeah. No, I think it's a subtle... I think it is. Okay. So, I guess, like, the question is, right, can you watch this movie any other time that's not Christmas? Yeah. I think, I think you probably, I think you could watch it anytime. I think it, I think it's more fun when you watch it around, around the holidays, right? Um, for me, I'm gonna say no. I don't think it's a Christmas movie. I think that, that just because you mentioned the word Christmas, or, like, the holiday, or, like, just because you play, like, a Christmas song and have some decorations doesn't mean that you're a Christmas movie. To me, um, this, it, nothing, this has nothing to do with Christmas itself. It just is the fact that it happens to be this time of the year. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I don't know, but I was watching it, and I will say, I'm pretty sure they put it with, um, season streaming, on they, Netflix. They, and they also so, have it in the holiday section of Hulu. There you go. Um, so. But I also think that people are just fooled because it says the holiday and they just are like, okay, yeah. But for me, I'm going to say great movie, not a Christmas movie. We'll be watching this year round to see Jude Law do Mr. Napkinhead. Um, I think for me, it is a Christmas movie. And, and that's great. And um, I think I will only watch it around Christmas so that I give myself the present of Jude Law as um, I'm your daddy every Christmas. <laughs> okay. Two, two great answers. Um, should we move on to ratings? Yeah. Okay. So for this beer, um, I enjoyed it, but I think I only enjoyed it because of the cinnamon sugar. So for that, I'm going to give it a 2.8. Okay, um, I'm going to give it, like, a solid three, so that seems, like, appropriate. So 2.9 average, um, which feels fair to me. Yes. Um, and then what are you going to give the split decision, 50-50, if it's a Christmas movie or not, the holiday? I think I'm going to give it a, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I'm gonna give it a four. Wow. Okay, and I'm giving it a four point two. Okay, I was even gonna go higher. Do you want to change it? No, no, no. Four feels good to me. Okay, so our average is four point one, which is good and also really high to start this month. Yes. Yeah. But this is just—it's just such an enjoyable movie. Yeah, I'll tell you what. One of the movies coming up, I'm not. I know. I just—it'll get a fine score, but it's not like my. I don't love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you'll eat. So, like, by the time this comes out, they will know, right? They'll know what. They'll know all the films. Okay, you'll yeah. know all the movies. So you'll you can definitely tell which one Harley is talking about. Um, yeah. As far as which one, uh, she's probably not going to enjoy. But I think it's gonna be fun to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I've the only one that I haven't seen. You can just say it because they'll know. They'll know. Oh, okay. Is Nightmare Before Christmas, which is insanity. People are screaming at at you right now. I actually have seen part of it one time when in one of the gyms I used to go to. Um, they had like a movie room, so I was running on the treadmill when it was playing in the background. I say that doesn't Um, count. And I so I saw part of it. (laughs) No, not not counting. Um, but you 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 think that you're not going to enjoy Die Hard? Yeah. I've already seen it. Okay. And you know that you don't enjoy it. It's fine. It's just, I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to like it as much as I like the holiday. No. Or a lot of other movies I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I'm i going to make a bet that I feel like holiday will probably be our highest. I think so. Um, but we will see. And you will have to see with us as we go through the rest of uh, 
is this a Christmas movie month? And like I said, maybe we'll do a, like, when we release the episode, we'll do a poll, and then you can tell us if you think yes or no if it's a Christmas movie. Oh, yeah, we'll do a poll. And then we'll we can and then poll. we can tell you each week what the poll said. Um, I think that could be fun. Yeah. So, all right, Harley, take us out. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Um, as always, guys, it's the holiday season, so sharing is absolutely caring. So share our podcast with family, friends, um, family and friends, or just family, friends, like whatever you want. Um, we would really appreciate it. Um, other than that, like subscribe. We've got two more great episodes coming up for this month. Um, and then just ending out that year and going into freaking 2022. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? No. <laughs> um, other than that, guys, you know, rate and subscribe um, to Breeze on Film wherever you listen to your podcasts. Other than that, have a great day, guys. We'll see you next week. Cheers. <laughs>